0: Hey guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show Sunday. Let me ask you a question. How's it feel? You did the past seven days. You're looking at tomorrow. Tomorrow's Monday. You're going to wake up early, do a bunch of stuff you may want to do, you might not want to do. How's it feel? How's it feel? How great are you going to be feeling when you wake up tomorrow morning? You probably tell yourself today, listen, I drank last night. I'm not going to drink tomorrow or tonight. And then tomorrow you're going to wake up hungover going, uh, it's five o'clock, man. I wish the day were already over. How would you like to start down the road on a on a path to something a little bit better? And I'm not talking about unicorns and lollipops. I'm just talking about having more time to do some of the stuff you love to do, right? Let's face it. That's what it's really all about. That's why we work so hard, right? It's the quality of our life. And uh, if I'm looking around, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm looking around and we don't seem to be having that much fun. Can't seem to get anybody to smile in the grocery store. No one's talking. Everybody's angry and pissed off. The world's lost its friggin' mind. If you're ready to get some stuff done and actually start experiencing some of those dreams you've almost forgotten about before you die, you might want to stick around. I've got some news for you. It's a lot easier than you think when we come back. All right, here, we're gonna get right into this thing. Let's talk about let's talk about why, because why is in fact the most important question you'll ever ask yourself. Right? I mean, think about. It. I'm look I'm looking around and and I have a great life. Right? I I do the podcast and I know why. I work out. I started studying jujitsu, and I have a really great reason why. Um, I don't own a house. I live in an uh, in a an apartment, and before that, I lived in an RV and traveled around the country for seven years. and And the reason I was able to get that done was because I I knew the reason why. When you know why you're doing things, and that why is connected to who you are, it's it's so easy to face the struggle. I mean. Now, think about that. Keep that in mind because I want to bring this around to you. How many things have you done this week that you did purely purely because of the energy level? Now, some examples on that would be, let's see, rock climbing, hiking, fishing, golfing, backpacking, surfing, skydiving, uh, photography, art, music, singing, dancing. Ay, the list is endless, right? And yet, uh, if you're honest again with yourself, because that's who we lie to. We, the, you're, the biggest lie and the, big, the most powerful lie and the most damaging lie we'll ever tell is to ourselves, right? So why are you doing what you're doing? Is it because it's exciting? Is it because it energizes you? Why are you in the relationship we're in? Is it because it energizes you? Because it's exciting? It's because you can't imagine doing anything else. This is the best it can be? And the answer is probably not. So why do you suppose so many of us are willing to commit ourselves to debt, commit ourselves to this lifelong grunge? Because that's what it is. It's a lifelong grind from the time you go in debt until the time you manage to retire. And even after retirement, it's a grind, right? That's the big dream. You're going to retire. Oh, we get to retire. Yeah, all right. That's when it's really going to get good, right? And, and of course, that's not the truth either. Take a look around at most people who retire. They're tired, broken down, your bones ache. I mean, I'm 62 years old, and I'm going as hard as I can, and and it's not easy by any means. So, again, we're back to that important question, or probably the most important question you'll ever ask yourself. Why? When we come back, we're going to take a look at a few things, and a few, uh, I call them institutions or traditions in our culture, that we just seem to fall into and none of us manage to ever say, huh, honey, are you having a great time? No. Are you? No. Then uh, why are we doing it when we come back? All right, let's go ahead and jump into the whole idea of why and the institutions that I mentioned previously. So, If you ask yourself the question, why do I own this house, and why do I have this debt, and why does my life look like it does, most of us have a ready-made answer. Well, it's because that's how you're supposed to do it. Or maybe I should revise that. Maybe we should revise that. That's what we've been taught to do, right? We want to think we're this higher thinking power and we have the ability to reason, right? And we do, most of us do, but we're we're not immune from the influences of our environment, no more than the animal kingdom is, right? So here we go, all of our life, we've looked around and we watch what other people do and we mimic it. Now, how is that different than the animal kingdom? I mean, you watch, you watch young gazelles and they're getting ready to cross the... the the river and there's crocodiles in the river. And even though they have no experiences to the logic of it, why am I going to go in this water where there's crocodiles and I'm watching all these other gazelles get chomped down by these monster uh, prehistoric beasts. And, but, but I, I, I don't ever stop to say why. And if you apply that to your own life, you're looking around right now. You know, there was a lot of people, there were a lot of people who bought inflated bought houses at inflated prices with inflated interest rates, right? The pandemic, oh my God, uh, everybody ran from the cities, right? Ran from the city, oh my God, right? The housing shortage, uh, scarcity, you better put a bid in right now or guess what, it's not going to be here because someone's going to. They're going to buy that thing right up. Yeah. And so what did we do? We ran out there with, oh my God. Now what's funny about that is no one bothered to ask the question why Beyond the fact that we all have this idea in our head, this insatiable desire to, to own the house and to own the cars and to have the nice clothes and to do all that. And, and, the, and when you find out the answer to that question, why, that's when you start taking control of your life. See, as it is, as it is right now, every advertiser that you see, every ding on your phone, everything that you ever look at, that is, it has an intention. I mean, the Internet has an intention. Facebook, social media, all of that have an intention. But you have to understand, why would they do this? Why do they put so much money and effort into all of these different things that we continue to consume? And it's it's because of that that we can't seem to escape it. So talking about those institutions, why do you suppose advertisers, and it's so valuable for us to buy a home and have a home, well, the true why, and it's not our why, it's their why, is because when when corporations can parlay our attention long enough to get us to make decisions based on stories, true or not stories, then we can manipulate. They can manipulate us into going into debt, and of course, that's what's happened, right? This, this, the American dream isn't isn't this amazing, the amazing adventure that we all believe it is. Let's face it, you're, it's Sunday, right? How are you doing on Sunday? You got what, five days of work, six days of work? Sunday night, Monday morning, you'll wake up wishing the day were already over? I don't know about you, but that's not an indicator that the choices you're making are the most awesome, best-for-you choices in the world. So why do we continue to do that? Because we don't have time to figure out a new story. And even if we did have time to figure out a new story, there's, there's another thing that's getting in the way of that. I guarantee you right now, if I were to tell you, hey, listen, I'm going to pay for your wages for the next two weeks. You can go do whatever you want. And if you want to go fishing, I'll pay for that. If you want to go to Hawaii, I would pay for that. I bet anyone in the entire world that heard that offer would take me up on it. Why? Oh, why? Well, because it's fun. Because it's energizing, because it's exciting, because it's better than where you are right now. So, given that truth, given that reality, here's my next question for you. Why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you stepping away from this institution that you're currently tied to, that you're currently connected to, that you're currently being smothered by for something better? We'll find the answer to that when we come back, all right. Let's go ahead and break down break down the why of it. There's a there are, there are a few reasons why um, you live the life you do, and there's a few reasons why you aren't able to just readily say, "Okay, you know what? I think I'm going to change something." But first of all, we've been indoctrinated, right? Into the life we live. And, of course, once you get a group of people doing something, it's real comfortable, right? You're you're not uncomfortable in your life. In fact, some people, will, well, why would I change it? I mean, why would I change it? Okay. It's easy to be like everyone else, right? And that's, that's where we find our most comfort. And that's a survival thing that comes with being, at, I mean, living on this planet, right? It's kind of, you're out there on your own. You're kind of out there on your own if you're different, right? You don't want to be different, right? That's why back to the animal planet. Why the water buffalo when they they're crossing the river and all of these these crocodiles are just chomping on these big animals in the water. That's why none of the water buffalo step back and go. Yeah, I don't know about those water. I don't know about those alligator crocodiles. They're just kind of eating everybody up. I, sure. I maybe water buffalo say, well, why? Why wouldn't I go upstream where where the crowd isn't? Just cross the water river and then get to the other side. Go. Find some good grass to eat. But no, 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 no. You got to be like everybody else. We follow the herd. Um, the second reason why you're not going to readily accept any of this conversation is because, let's face it, you've accepted where you are, right? You you accept the fact that it's Sunday and tomorrow morning you're going to wake up and, and you, whether you want to go to work or not, you're going to go to work and you're going to go do that job. And as a result, you're going to earn that money that you earn in order to, pay for the life to fund the life that you're living. And once you accept it, once you accept where you are, guess what? There's no reason to change it. Acceptance is cancer to success or to growth, I guess. It's, I mean, as long as your standard for success is where you are right now, hell, you're as successful as you'll ever be, which is the problem. So, you have the acceptance, and then, of course, you have being like the crowd, and then you have being the, the accepting that you're like the crowd and that it's, it's great. And, of course, it doesn't help that every other advertisement you, show, you see, everything you consume and every conversation we have centers around how great it is to live the life we're living. But there's one point I, I hope you'll consider, and that is uh, if that's the case, then why aren't we happy? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm fucking happy. That's what you're, you know, don't get in my business. I'll freaking kick your ass. I'm happier than hell. No, we're not. We're not. We're not happy. And we're consuming information that makes us unhappy and, amid the story that this is success. And yet we can't seem to escape it, right? So much for acceptance, right? And then, of course, the final thing is fear, fear. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I know that that the world's going to shit and I'm 62 and there's a lot of things I want to do. I'd love to travel, uh, before I die. I really love exploring. I love education. I love learning, I love teaching. You got all these things in your head that came with you as a child, right? There are things you love to do as a child. There are things that inspire you even now. And yet when you look at change in your life in order for you to actually start pursuing more of that, all of a sudden it gets real scary. And of course, if you approach your partner, if you're in a relationship and you tell your wife or your husband, hey, listen, honey, you know, I'm thinking uh, maybe we shouldn't, uh, maybe we should kind of downsize on the house. Maybe just go do something else that we have some more money to do other things. Maybe we can get rid of these two brand new vehicles and buy a couple cheaper ones, save a little more money so we can go fishing more. Remember when we were young, we first got together, we'd go hiking or we loved to travel or we would go fishing or surfing or snowboarding, whatever that thing is, right? What do you suppose the reaction is going to be from your partner? Oh, no, that don't make any sense. Come on, really? I love my house. I love my life, right? Well, of course you do because it's easy. But the other thing is, The unknown is scary. If there's anyone who knows about the unknown being scary, it's Sandy and I. She was 16 when I married her. We had a baby on the way. I was barely 18. And I keep saying this, but it's a prime example, right? Can you imagine how scared we were? We were doing something no one had ever done. By the time I was 18, we moved into our own house the day of our wedding, right? And my wife kind of chuckles in a sad sort of way because she says, you know... We don't even have photos of our wedding. No one even thought to take pictures. And there was only six people there. It wasn't like it was a big celebration. I mean, we ate our our our, our wedding dinner was sonic, okay? And, of course, we, we continued this, and everyone around us said, you're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. That's crazy. Why would you even get married? You're not going to make it. And had we accepted that, had we accepted the the infinite knowledge of the world around us, they would have been right, right? Fast forward, I don't know, hell, uh, 40 years, 30 years, and here we are. We're getting ready to sell the house, and both of us are retired at 54, and we're selling the house, and we're buying an RV. What did I get hit with? What was that thing that they told us again? Oh, that's crazy. You're going to sell your house and live in an RV? Oh, my God, right? And the reason they were so baffled by that wasn't because it was a crazy idea. It was because they didn't understand why. Because their why, their reason for why they do the things they're doing didn't match the reason we were doing it. Their standard for success was the standard that was established, the established uh, manner in which success is achieved. We'll get a house, get cars, get kids. And in fact, people are so into it that they'll actually celebrate you going in debt. Your kid goes and buys a four hundred thousand dollar house, has a has a two thousand dollar mortgage, and people will actually have a party. A oh, hell, hey, congratulations. You're just like me. Oh yeah, I love being in debt. There's nothing more exciting, more energizing. I wake up at night. Sometimes I can't even sleep because of it. Sometimes I just wake up, my stomach is turning and boiling because I'm trying to figure it all out. Got credit card debt, and I got my house payment, and I had to get that truck, and all of a sudden the insurance rates are going up. Oh, my God, it's the best thing since sliced bread. Which is not the truth, of course. So, again, why? Well, it comes back to those three three things we previously talked about. The idea is simple here. Stop listening to the world and start defining your own standard for success. My standard for success is having as much possible freedom as I can, having the most optimum amount of choices available to me. How do I do that? Well, I make sure that I protect my three primary assets, the primary resources, the primary essentials for success in life. Do you know what those are? I hope you do, and if not... I'm going to talk about them. We're going to come back when we come back. We're going to talk about the three essentials for success in anything, and all that. But I'm going to talk about how you can adapt those ideas to your own life, how you can apply them in your everyday choices, and how you can wake up one day looking at your life, going, "Damn, now I know why." When we come back. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about the uh, the primary, the three primary elements of 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 life and of success. Regardless of where you are, there are three things that you need in order for you to continue to exist. The first is time. If you're dead, you're gone, right? So you need time. You need to have the time available. That is, that 24 hours in a day to get shit done, right? You have to exist. And the second, of course, is you have to have energy. You have to have the energy to go ahead and take Action in the directions that actually add value and energy to your life because if you're choosing, making the right choices, you always have an abundance of energy. Let's face it, I did, the only thing I'm having a problem with when it came to doing the podcast today was the fact that I didn't have that I didn't have enough time. I mean, I've got a lot of stuff going on, I'm studying jujitsu, I'm trying to I go to the gym two hours a day. My wife and I we we walk. 4 or 5 miles every other day or something like that we're we're just we're just all involved there's so much to learn so much to do so it's really difficult and then you got to have money you got to have a financial base because let's face it there are there are a lot of things we can do that don't cost us anything i think our membership at the gym costs us about $70 a month uh which is nothing it's a pittance sp- most people spend more than that on wine or beer in the average week right so that's not an issue but and as a result, we have all these things we get to do that energize us. Why are we doing the things we're doing? Why do you do the things you do? And, and the answer is if you're, if you're following that standard is it should be so that you draw energy from, you, from your choices. You're inspired by your choices because you don't know how much time you have. And of course, if the choices you're making are inspiring enough, you'll find the money. You'll you'll work two jobs if you're inspired to do so. Examples of that are people who, like, sail around the world, or people who go to college. You know that young guy who's working at the gas station at night, and and on the weekends he's a CNA at the nursing home, and during the week he goes to school because he wants to be a doctor, and he doesn't want to live in live debt free. When you have when the why is big enough when the why is connected to you to the degree that your standard for success is built around what you're doing and it's personal all of a sudden you can you, you can do almost anything it's almost like the the guy who lifts the car off of the injured uh, injured uh, person when they wreck right it's just there when we want it bad enough we will make it happen And why aren't we able to apply those principles to our life? It's because no one's telling us, hey, uh, yeah, I know we have this car for sale, but let me ask you a question. What's it going to do for your life? Why are you buying this truck? And I'm a prime example of that. We were barely making ends meet, and one day I went to work, and I had a nice little Toyota, two-wheel drive. I think it was a 76 Toyota, and I was driving, drove it to work for two or three years and all of a sudden somebody of mine showed up and he had a brand new truck and I'm like, "Oh man, I need a truck." Oh man. And what was funny about it was the why I needed a truck was I I I, I established it as I went along. I, was, I started talking to my wife. I said, "Well, you know, I need a truck because uh because we dr- I drive to Colorado Springs and it snows." Yeah. And then of course, one thing led to the other and then like everything that we ever accomplish in life, I started thinking about it and then I built a story around it and then I got excited about it. The more time I spent thinking about it, the more, the the better it seemed, the better it got. And before you know it, me and Sandy are sitting in the dealership and I'm driving home a brand new 1986 Toyota pickup, $290 a month. Back when I was bringing home $320 a week. So basically one, Paycheck a week was going to that truck. And the question was, why? And the answer is because for some reason, all of a sudden, I fell into the trap where I started to believe that my level or my measure for success was that truck. And what did it do for me? It caused so much struggle and so much heartache. And we worked so hard trying to pay it off. And we finally managed to pay it off. And it kept us from actually achieving our goals. And the only reason we did it was because we adapted an idea around why that didn't have anything to do with the truth. It had to do with what we wanted. And once you get an idea in your head and you let that thing cook long enough, even bad ideas become good ideas. So again, talking about the why of it. The whole goal in life, as far as this conversation goes and living your best life, is making sure the choices you make fit the person that you are. And there's a reason you're not able to actually figure that out. There's a reason every one of us seems to be making exactly the same choices. And it certainly isn't because we're exactly the same. Because you and I well know that is not the case. So what do you suppose is causing all this? What do you suppose is causing all of us to walk around all pissed off, short on money, short on time, short on energy? And even so, we can't seem to find the answer when we come back. All right. The bottom line is this. We are what we think. We become what we think. No different than we are what we eat. What we consume, the information we consume in our mind, the thing that we hold to our mind, the information we take in every day, creates who we are and what we think. And of course, what we think drives our choices, drives how we spend our money, drives how we spend our time, and drives how much energy we have as a result. You need an example of that? I keep going back to that big day, January 6th. A bunch of people just like you and me sitting around, had some time, got to thinking about something, got an idea in their head, had that idea reinforced by by someone who they respected, they trusted, they, they put their faith in, and the next thing you know, guess what? A lot of those people charged on the Capitol, and the next thing you know, now there a lot of those people are serving federal time because of it, right? you got to really be careful, and, and this is another thing the world isn't talking about, and this is why conversations like this aren't being had. It's because it's real hard to accept the fact that you can't believe everything you think. You can't believe everything that comes to you. You can't believe it because if you do, guess what happens? The next thing you know, you're down a rabbit hole, believing all kinds of crap without verifying it. You don't have, we don't have any way to verify the truth, and yet here we go down this rabbit hole. And that's what the January 6th people did. And that's what we do with our American dream, right? Let's face it. I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm looking around and, and everyone seems to own a house, the American dream. Every, everyone seems to be in debt. But if being in debt, owning a house and doing it the way everyone else is doing it so great, why are we so pissed off? Why are we so consumed? I mean, if let's face it. If I have a bunch of great shit to do in my own life, why would I be sticking my nose in other people's lives? And yet, how do we spend our time? Our lives are so exciting, the choices we make are so exciting. We'll sit on the couch for 2 hours watching TikTok videos of other people's lives. We'll we'll get on social media and we'll rant and rave for 2 hours drinking beer and arguing with people we'll never meet, don't know, over topics that don't have anything to do with us because our lives are so great because what we're surrounded with, what we have surrounded ourselves with is so friggin' amazing that we just can't can't believe it, right? You see my point? The biggest reason we ha- we're having so much trouble trying to actually align our thinking with the truth and the truth about who we are and what inspires us is because every second of every day nearly, we are either thinking or taking in information about shit that doesn't matter to us. I, I don't know why people why, – explain this to me. You've watched the news, right? My dad oh, – go, you got you kids, go on, go play. Get out of the house. I'm, I'm watching – it's the news. I, I watched my dad watch the news, right? Years. I mean, and you—you're familiar with that. You—you've seen your parents watch the news, and there you are. You're watching the news, and uh, what difference—what difference in your life did it make that your dad watched the news every night for an entire year? Truth is, it didn't make any difference in the world. So again, the question: Why? Why am I doing it? Want to find a great reason to answer that question? You want to want to find a great reason to answer that question? Guess what? How about this? How about you start by turning off all the ideas you've been given? And maybe, I know this is scary, may want to sit down for this, but maybe just take some time to come up with some of your own ideas for why. Turn the noise off. I mean, at one more example, we're going to move along, but one more example here is why are why are young girls taking pictures of their Themselves, hat, scantily clad, 19, 20-year-old girls and putting it on social media. Why? Well, because the story they keep getting told is, oh, you're going to be famous. You're going to be a social media sensation. How many sensations do you know? How many rich people, how many people do you know have done, have run their kids? How many kids have been in football from the time they were five until they were out of high school and then they turned out to be NFL pros or, or basketball pros or MMA fighters, right? Champion, Conor McGregor types. The truth is they're not. So why do we pursue it? Oh, there's that question again. Why? Be careful about the information you take in. Be careful about what you listen to. Be careful about why someone would be telling you what they're telling you. If it's not in your best interest, you might want to step away from it because, like I said before, we become what we think. There's no doubt about that. Let's talk about the final step in this thing, and that is how to change it when we come back. You know, I guess the most frustrating part about this is that as easy as it is, it seems to just be so complicated for so many people. You take a look at, well, why am I doing this? You know, of course, this is a lame-ass podcast by some people's standards, and my audience is real small. But I don't care about that because the reason I'm doing this, the why for why I show up here every day and I take the time to put this effort in, is twofold. Number one, it's about me. This is about me reviewing my own thoughts and my own ideas to make sure I stay on track. Because like you, it's real easy to wake up and all of a sudden get some crazy ass idea in your head and start heading down some rabbit hole without bothering to stop and ask yourself why and finding the true answer to that. This is my re- this is my rehearsal for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year. This reminds me that I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. I'm going to make sure that if I if the things I'm doing. Don't bring me closer to the success based on the standard I've set for myself, and that is to have the freedom to make as many choices as I I want. Here's an example. My wife and I could actually close up our apartment, jump in our car, go buy some airplane tickets, and fly anywhere in the world. Why? Because we established that we wanted that type of freedom, so we made choices that give us access to that. That's as simple as it gets. How do you get there? three steps. The first step is you got to start spending time with you. Yeah, I know. I get that. You're not that interesting. Most people aren't when they start out, but all of a sudden, you know, it's like, wait a minute. And of course the acceptance gets in the way of that too, because it's like when you wake up in the morning, it's Sunday. All right. Yeah. You busted your ass all week. The weekend didn't go quite as well as you wanted it to. There are a lot of things you'd like to done, but instead you did all kinds of shit you had to do. And the, you know, it's all, well, it's all right. You know, it's all right. I only got, you know, 20 years left. Right start looking at who you are and where you are. More than that, start looking at how you used to be. Remember back before you got all strapped down in debt and you gained that 20 pounds and you lost all your motivation and your energy and now you're just living day-to-day, hand-to-mouth? How much money do we have left in the account, baby? Can we afford a 12-pack? Oh, screw it. Doesn't matter. I'm buying beer anyway. It doesn't matter, right? Screw it. I work hard. Come on. I think we can do better than that. The world doesn't want you thinking about you. The world doesn't want you figuring out that you could have more fun if the choices you made were tailored toward who you are and what you love. Let's face it. If you love fishing, you don't need a big ass house and a big yard to take care of. You need a small house. You need a big ass boat. I mean, that's just, that's that's as, that's as as simple as it gets, right? Start focusing on you. And once you figure something out like that, maybe that idea about the big boat and the small house is actually kind of got you intrigued. Next, the next question, thing you need to do is just start asking yourself start talking about it yeah honey i know yeah but maybe how would it feel if you had we had a little house took us like two hours to clean it only cost us like it took us like 10 percent of our total income but it did what we needed to do kind of like the rv sandy and i lived in yeah there you go and then we took all the rest of our money and we went and did shit that makes us happy excited we went fishing we went golfing or like sandy and i Because we picked a house that didn't take any of our income. We paid cash for our RV, right? Didn't owe anybody anything other than the space rent. We traveled around the country. Why? Because it was better than what we were doing. It's better than mowing a lawn, waking up every day, Monday through Friday, or seven days a week, having to do all this shit, pay all these bills, and do all kinds of crap that we'd been taught to do but didn't make any sense. I guess in a way, Sandy and I was at those two water buffalo who were watching everybody else get chomped in the river of debt, right? We said, oh, you know, I don't know. That doesn't look like much fun. And the final step is action. Once where you want to be is more exciting and more energizing than where you are, you will take that first step. And once you take that first step, when or not, you will continue moving forward. I guarantee it. All right, all right. Hey, that's what it's really about, right? You gotta know why. And sometimes you gotta step away from the narrative long enough for you to figure out the truth. I don't know if you realize this, but there are some people in the world lying to you and they're not losing because of it, you are. You're the one that's paying that high interest on that mortgage. You're the one that's swimming in debt so so far that you can't make any choices you want to. You're the one that wakes up and, and you're thinking, man, I wish I could. And then in a short amount of time, you kind of give it up and settle back into where you are, accept where you are, and and that's it. I'm um, and if I'm calling it, if I'm calling it wrong, I dare you. I'd I'd love you for you to call me out. I'm out there I'm doing a live cod podcasts. When I get done with this podcast, usually once every other day or so I jump on a live podcast. It's usually in the morning around this time. Um if you got something to say, say it. If got something you want to engage me on, anything I've been tell, telling you, I don't mind at all because I can prove that it works. Most importantly, if you're ready for change, if you're ready for Something better if you're tired of fighting it and you want to actually gain the most benefit from the effort you put in from all the work you're doing every day. um, This is the perfect place to start. Give it a shot. I guarantee you won't regret it. Hey, listen, uh, if you can, please share, like, um, do anything you can to support me. Um, I'm doing it for me but I'm also doing it for you. Don't forget to launch every action, every choice, every word from a platform of kindness. I guarantee it'll make your life better and it will make the world a better place. Until next time, my name is Chris Hawkes, and this is Your Best Life Defined. I hope you have a wonderful day.